It has been long since I gave my last homily to this church, and I believe there are people who probably they are new to me, and I'm also new to them. And as I speak, you may pick up a little bit of an accent, and uh, what I would like you to do as I go ahead with my homily, I usually give you permission to turn to your neighbor and ask him or her, what have I said? Today, we are celebrating a hundred years of the Fatima event, and therefore the diocese has asked us to celebrate this Sunday in the honor of the Blessed Mother, the Mother of the Church. And therefore the readings today are specifically chosen to reflect the role of the Mother Mary, the Mother of the Church. So it takes us back into the first reading from the book of Genesis. And it gives us the story of our first parents, Adam and Eve. The first parents, Adam and Eve, the sin of disobedience. And probably you could hear the dialogue in the first reading whereby God comes and says to them, where are you? And then a dialogue began. Everybody's trying to give his defense, as it were. Adam, where are you? What have you done? It's not me. This woman. All right. And you, woman, what have you done? It's not me. That serpent. That dialogue. And God says, but I told you, go. Eat everything. Not that particular fruit in the garden in the middle. What have you done? Now they're trying to run away from God. And because God loved them, decided to look for them. Where are you? It has its way to say, Adam and Eve, I know that you have sinned. You have done what you shouldn't do. But I love you anyway, and I will continue to search for you. I know you are a sinner. You have disobeyed my commandment, but I need you home. Where are you? That takes us into the second reading of today. God continues to search for the fallen humanity. When the appointed time came, 
in the whole cause of God searching for the fallen humanity, decided to send his only son, Christ, born of a woman, to come and save the humanity from that fallen state. Paul tells us, by the coming of Christ, we have been made free. We are no longer slaves of sin, but we have been made free. We have been reconciled with God and with one another. Why with God? Because we disobeyed through our first parents. We didn't pay attention. We didn't do what he wanted us to do. That comes in the original sin. And why reconciling with one another? Again, it takes us back into the first reading, that dialogue. Remember we heard, Adam says, it's not me. It's this woman. And the woman says, it's not me. The serpent. There was kind of an enmity between the three, those kind of creatures. You can just imagine, my dear brothers and sisters, after that dialogue, that very evening, in our context today, if they were going back home, what do you think Adam will say to Eve? Or what do you think Eve will say to Adam? Why did you accuse me to God? I didn't do it. And therefore there was a need of reconciliation to reconcile us with one another. Brother and sisters, father and mother, parents and children, children and parents. And therefore by so doing, we have received the Spirit of the Lord that helps us to recognize God as our Father, and therefore we have the courage to call God Father. As Paul says, we call him Abba, because we have that Spirit. And from there on, we are not trying to run away from God. Christ comes to reconcile us with God and one another. We have been adopted, as it were. We have become sons and daughters of God, and therefore we are no longer trying to run away from God. Remember, our first parents were trying to run away from him. And he said... Where are you? Oh, we are hiding because we are ashamed. We are naked. We have lost that integrity which you gave us. But Jesus comes and restores that integrity. He restores, as it were, that lost relationship. And therefore, we are no longer running away from God, but we want to come closer to God. Our effort is a continuous searching for God. We want to meet him. 
We want to embrace God. We want to experience his presence in our lives. And that longing will continue to the end of our life when we shall see God face to face. Why? Because he is our father. He is our creator. And therefore, the spirit that he gives us helps us and gives us the courage and the energy to continue to search for God because he is our creator. And therefore then, the gospel reading summarizes all this. Jesus upon the cross, looking down, saw his mother Mary, and of course other women around, and John, the beloved disciple. The final thing that Jesus is doing, looking at his mother, he said, Woman, the same image. Remember the first reading? This woman. Not this Eve. Uh uh. This woman. The gospel reading, Jesus looking at his mother, he says, Woman. You don't call your mother woman, right? Doesn't seem to be very polite. But this is a biblical language. He says, woman, behold your son. And then to the son, he didn't say behold your woman. No. Behold your mother. And from there on, John took her to his home. We are given Mary as our mother. Jesus never said, take this as a woman. Take this as your mother. We are given Mary as our mother. And therefore, in the person of John, we have received Mary. She is our mother. And therefore, there is always a reason why today we celebrate Mary as the mother of the church. We are the church. Mary is our mother. So we are encouraged today, my dear brothers and sisters, to take Mary into our hearts. I know we do. But again, the church continues to emphasize this point. Take Mary into your heart. Take Mary into our homes. Let us take Mary into our places of work. Let us have Mary to accompany us in our Christian journey. Because she is our mother. She will lead us through and accompany us in our journey until we get into fulfillment of that heavenly Jerusalem where our joy will be complete. Because as I said, the second reading tells us when we are reconciled with God and with one another, then we continue searching, yearning, longing for God. And as we know, here on earth, we can have a little bit of a test 
experience God, but not perfectly, not fully. A little bit of peace, a little bit of love, a little bit of joy, a little bit of happiness. But we know there is a fullness of everything when we meet, when we see him face to face. And therefore, Mary continues to accompany us in our Christian journey until we meet our Creator, we meet our God. And therefore, let us continue to pray as we celebrate this event that Mary, who has become our mother in a very special way, let us turn to her in many ways. Let us continue to say our rosary when we can. Let us continue to draw more and more people of our brothers and sisters into the loving arms of Mary. That she may continue as she was told, Behold your sons and daughters. What a great privilege, dear friends, that our Lord Jesus willingly gave us his mother to be our mother. We feel so honored and therefore want to appreciate such a gift given to us by the Lord himself of having Mary as our mother to support, to accompany, to be with us in every possible ways of our life. Therefore then, let us continue to ask again, Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.